0: What's going on quitters this is another episode of don't quit your day job you know me i am your host comedian maxim allen today is june 23rd 2022 and last night i lost a roast battle so i'm not feeling the best uh don't clap for that <laughs> but uh, i'm excited to get back into it i'm hoping i can win a roast battle in the next few months to redeem my self-esteem but today's not about me today is about my very special guest Joining me right now, it is the fantastic organizer of the Very Big, Very Asian Comedy Festival. Festival, Everyone, please welcome Christine Kim. Yay! Hey. Thanks for having me, Maxim. Hi, yeah.
1: guys.
0: Thanks for coming on. I'm really excited to have you. Because as I understand it, you and... Your husband, James, are the Mm -hmm. sole organizers of the very big, very Asian festival, right?
1: We are the main producers, but we do have other... We have a slightly bigger team. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, David Jung, who Mm -hmm. also served as an associate producer. We have uh, Mary Curigliano, who helped us uh, kind of... I think when you're in a small team, you kind of work on everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's Mary Curigliano. We had Caitlin Arcan on the team. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, on the physical day, we had... uh, like Angela Kimmel helped us out a lot, and uh, folks stepped up.
0: So you just named uh, five people for a whole weekend of <laughs> comedy shows. That's still like so impressive. So yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: it was a small but mighty team.
0: Small but mighty, and I heard mm-hmm. it was a great festival. I'm, I was uh, out of town or something. I can't remember what was happening that night, but yeah, uh, my girlfriend Lee, who the listeners are familiar with, was on it. Mm-hmm. it. Sounded awesome, and so I wanted to get you on here talk about what it was like putting that all together. Mm-hmm. But first. How long have you been doing comedy for?
1: Oh man, that's the question <laughs> nobody likes to answer. <laughs> but uh, most I
0: people s- have on are like uh, three years. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow.
1: We're um, all
0: new. <laughs>
1: yeah, I usually just say like more than five, less than 10 is mm-hmm. kind of where I leave it. Because mm-hmm. some people are genuinely interested, and then some people are just trying to like size you up. So right, it depends right. on like where, where. In your journey and getting to know this person, that person asks you. Right. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's what I say.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, I'm trying to size you up. So,
1: (laughs) 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 I got you. Yeah.
0: No, okay. So, did you start in New York City?
1: I did. I started in New York City. um, For me, just in general, like I started performing since I was like nine years old. And uh, so I was one of those, right? What what
0: do you mean performing (laughs) when you were nine? What were you doing?
1: Well, I was doing. I was on the King and I national tour with like Jesse McCartney, Rivi Valman, Haley Mills, what folks like that. Yeah, Marie Osmond.
0: So, what were you? What were you doing in that? What was your role?
1: Uh, you know, acting, acting, music, uh, singing, and like moving. Just, this is uh, crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm like, that was the best period of my life, which is sad. <laughs> which is why I don't say that anymore.
0: That's like uh, an amazing credit, though. If yeah, you're like cool. <laughs> you, Christine Kim, you've seen her on the <laughs> King and I World Tour. People will be like, what? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it was my first. Uh, There's actually a tabloid. And that was my first and hopefully last tabloid. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was
0: it? Did it say something mean about you? No, it said something nice. <laughs> it was like
1: me wearing the uh, Anna Leonowans um a big hoop dress. Okay, and uh, it was Marie Osmond and I, and, she, and they wrote like Christine came with her buddy Marie Osmond, and it was like, yeah, we're buddies.
0: Whoa. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's cool. Yeah. That's dope. Okay, so you you start your your career. You are eight years old. You on your ninth birthday, they put you on a world tour.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was like a national tour. We like lived in. It was for uh, about I think a year and a half. Okay, and uh, we traveled all over the U.S. lived in hotels. You know, cast parties, all the fun stuff. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that, that kind of yeah, yeah.
0: Was that kind of like your be- beginning to performance and getting into this whole whole world? Like, were the seeds planted from them, or?
1: I would say that was the fir- my first paying job. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I feel like everyone has like a story of uh, playing like a squirrel at church. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that was my first paying job, and then uh from there I went in and out of acting. So like in high school. Um, did some stuff. Uh, I went to like an open call and then got mm. a manager. And then I auditioned for some things I did not get, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, became super big. Yeah. Like uh, like Mean Girls, Memoirs of Geisha, all of that stuff. Whoa. Uh, <sighs> that would have been nice. Damn, um,
0: a Mean Girls almost on day, I don't know, quit right? your day job. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: man, it was, uh, it was hard.
0: Whoa, okay, so you, you were like theater acting, like you're in that world.
1: Yeah, I was in that world. I was interested. Like, I went to LaGuardia High School, Mm -hmm. but I actually went for art, Mm. uh, like, with a portfolio and everything, as Mm -hmm. opposed to for acting. Right. But I was that art major that did acting and had to get out of classes early Mm -hmm. um, to go to do stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, that's sick. Cool. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's where Nicki Minaj went. Yeah, and Timothy Chalamet and Aquafina and Aquafina really. She was
1: always super cool.
0: And Gabby Jordan Brown, our good friend of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's sick. So when does uh, when does comedy start to come to fruition for you, or come into your Mm -hmm. mind's eye?
1: Comedy, I would say it was in my twenties. I just uh, I remember hmm, I would say. Growing up, I would watch, like, a lot of, like, Korean stuff or American TV and stuff like that. But comedy, like, stand-up comedy is not something I thought as a potential career mm-hmm. for me. Right. Um, I just did not see that as an option necessarily. Like, I did not consider it. It did not click, right? Mm, yeah. So, it clicked later, I would say, in my 20s. Um, I loved it in college. Uh, again, per- performed there, but not comedy I saw improv, I think, in college for the first time, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> but I was like, "Super cool." Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was
0: a, it was a cool what the fuck. Not a, yeah, ew, I was like, fuck. I
1: don't understand okay. what, what's going on. <laughs> um, so I would say in my twenties is when I uh, found it. I, um, I didn't stay in performing all of my life. Mm-hmm. I did have you know other past lives. So I worked in like the legal field, the recruiting field. Uh, Startups. So I did the corporate stuff. Yeah. Um. But my, I knew in my heart like my true love was in the performing and writing space. Mm -hmm. Um. So I came back to it. I went to an acting conservatory at uh, the Bear Group. Did like a one year. Applied to one acting school. Got in. And I was like, that's a sign. (laughs) 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 And then uh, yeah, comedy. Um. So I found uh the People's Improv Theater. mm, I would say like maybe like this seven years ago, mm. right? And, uh, More than five, less than 10. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would say like seven years ago, and uh, you know, I think when you first, when you're exploring the scene, you look into like UCB, magnet, the pit, like you know, all the spaces. Right. Uh, and so the pit is where I uh, stayed uh, the longest, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started there as like a work study. And then I worked my way up. It's funny. When I got to the pit, I was like, I am not going to work in an office again. Yeah. And then somehow I found my way into the office. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so when
0: you're working your way up at the pit, is this like you're doing improv related stuff or like stand up related stuff? Or like Um, kind of just theater management? Like what's what what does that look like?
1: Good question. Uh, I'm kind of doing the whole thing. So. Okay. I think my first love is stand up, okay. right? And then I enjoy sketch, mm-hmm. and then improv is like third on there. Okay. <laughs> so you can see, um, improv is, is fun, but uh, I think the fact that it lives for just the day is hard for me. You know what I mean? It's not you can build on it technically, right? Because yeah. there's skills mm-hmm. that you can take away, but unlike stand up, where like you work on the material, you can try out different punchlines and taglines and stuff, and really build into like what you're doing next. Uh, f- improv for me was hard to do
0: that you yeah. just like unlocked something in my brain where i just realized i that, it. <laughs> that my problem with stand-up is i'm so into like impermanence i like erasing and just like moving on uh-huh. like so
1: you like improv like
0: i i will <laughs> like improv is okay but it's like i don't know i don't I'm not i don't vibe with improv yeah but i don't also vibe with having jokes that i keep forever yeah like rewriting mm-hmm. and like working on like i don't I don't find that as appealing as just being in the moment at like right. a show, but it's also just yeah. style. I don't know.
1: I think that's an important skill, though, being in the moment, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can't do. Yeah. So there are stand-up comedians who do, uh, still do improv mm-hmm. to incorporate that into their stand-up comedy, um, because you know, with uh, you are it is live comedy, so you might have your prepared scripted material. Yeah, yeah. But there is the whole like crowd work and mm-hmm. dealing with heckling and like all of those things. So hence. Improv saves the day. Yeah, <laughs>
0: All <laughs> about that crowd work. All about that crowd work. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly.
2: <laughs>
0: you're going to see, you're on my show this week. Yes. Yeah, so the the day this episode mm-hmm. comes out, if you hear this episode at 9 a.m., you have until 9 p.m. to get to Two Virgins yes. Comedy. <laughs> but yeah, me and oh, David, yeah. we just go there, we do mm-hmm. a little bit of jokes, we roast the crowd. We just talk to people, we make fun of them. <laughs> nice,
1: I love it. I think some people go to comedy shows to be roasted. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. They, they definitely stand out. Like, the the people who are in an empty ro- in empty mm-hmm. room Mm -hmm. go to the front right away. They're here to participate. They're here for the the full ride.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So what was, like, I'm curious about this, because you mentioned, like, obviously had, like, a lot of experience in, like, the acting world. Why did you want to... When you were like kind of... You get into this acting conservatory. Mm. Why did you go to comedy instead of just keep going with just acting? Was it just like to try something new or... I think... Was it a breakup?
2: uh, Which is the case for uh, a lot of people.
1: (laughs) No. uh, I think comedy was... Uh, like, there's a lot of different ways, specifically stand-up, uh, in which people find it, right? Mm-hmm. Again, breakup is one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: breakup is the big one.
1: All right. <laughs> I mean, and a lot of people, uh, they think they're, f- you know, funny. And yeah. I'm sure everyone is funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people do regularly try, like, their first five minutes and stuff like that. Um, Some people find it through classes, whatever. For me, I would say I... I committed to a date of doing my first five. Mm. I wrote my jokes and stuff. Uh, I had like, it was very weird. I I came in like this dress and a denim jacket, right? And Mm. then I had this travel guitar on my back, right? And in my head, I was like, I might use it. But I wasn't sure. (laughs) i was like i wasn't sure Uh, so so i was like whatever i
0: might use the enormous prop on my
1: exactly we'll see if i use it um and then i did my first five minutes um and i i pulled it out as if i was going to use it because i made this reference to writing like a period song Mm -hmm. and uh obviously i ran out of time right it was five minutes yeah so so people loved it though and so they came up to me after guys Mm. and they were like oh they want to hear it and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so yeah
0: that's a very encouraging first set yeah but the question is why did you choose comedy what what made you decide to make a deadline to write five minutes i'm very curious about this
1: uh i think like i enjoy i enjoy watching stand-up comedy Mm. i think there's something very obviously like cathartic and I respect everyone that does put themselves on stage yeah. that way because you're sharing something personal. Mm-hmm. You are being vulnerable and a okay. lot, not a lot of people can do that, right? Okay. Yeah, so I respected That's cool. it. That's an art. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I respected it and I respected, uh, like, I love just listening to people, you Right, know? right, right. Yeah. And, okay. uh, yeah, stand-up comedy just in, in general, um, I just really love the form. Awesome. Yeah, Dope. so I was like, I'm going to do it.
0: Hell yeah, that's yeah. sick. I think yeah. I think everyone should try it at least once. Yeah, just if not if not like most people should not be comedians, but most people should go on stage and understand how much goes into any mm-hmm. comedian you see on Netflix. Yes, you know?
1: for sure. For I've had people come on, uh, come like to our very big, very Asian comedy show, mm-hmm. and some people I will say are like oh like it was so much fun and then you have like the two people who are like oh i think i can do that like i'm gonna do it and then they start trying to write and they're like i can't do it but i, I always <laughs> tell people if it looks easy on stage it's because that much work right, went into right. it you exactly. know there's a lot of editing a lot of like going to mics to figure it out a so. lot
0: of emotional ups and downs yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but
1: i am encouraging of people to try it
0: yeah. yeah i think that's that's great i uh but i secretly wish that uh, no audience member ever tried it so we would have a the the amount of comedians wouldn't keep growing.
1: Agreed, agreed. Yeah, (laughs) people say after the pandemic, it just like skyrocketed in terms of the amount of shows and just the amount of people that are coming into the field.
0: It's truly because during the 2020, during the outdoor comedy phase, every comedian just became a producer and put a show together. Then regular people were like, we hate life. Like, oh, there's a comedy show on a rooftop? Sick. And Mm -hmm. then... The comedy scene got nicer, especially like here. It was insane how much friendlier it got, and how mm-hmm. much closer people got. Right. So then, when things opened up, we we're just like, let's just be nice. And mm-hmm. then all the new comedians just started flooding in because we we're like, yeah. we're nice, we're cool, we're nice. Yeah, yeah. Come hang, come to the mic. But yeah. it's good, it's good, it's good to be encouraging. Um, I want to ask you a couple more questions before we get to the festival.
2: Okay.
0: Did you have? Did you? So prior to this festival, you've been doing comedy for a while. Have you been to many comedy festivals?
1: Personally, have I been to many comedy festivals? Or
0: performed on any?
1: Uh, I actually, this is funny, uh, I have not applied to one.
0: Whoa! Yeah,
1: surprise for no events. Yeah. That is actually something I'll probably do next year. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did, in preparation for the festival, just ask folks, you know, comedians, what they look for when they go like right. why do they go and what do they look for mm-hmm. what's important to them right okay. so two things that stood out is that they want to feel welcome mm-hmm. right which is weird that that is a thing right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right they're being invited um and then the second thing was uh they want to be in a space where they're able to meet the other comics right, right? so networking right. so those were the main two main takeaways right Uh, That people stated Mm -hmm. it wasn't like it wasn't like pay. It wasn't like video footage or anything. It was like someone be nice and uh, (laughs) let's make friends. It's all about the
0: hang. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) exactly, Right. Right.
0: So, did you have like a a regular comedy show before this festival that you were doing?
1: I did. So, I run uh, different shows. Um, My three shows. My three shows that I had. uh, They all focused on. (laughs) Like diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and diversity not in terms of like your background necessarily. Right. Of course, that is inclusive, but also kind of like where you are in your comedy journey okay. as well with as well as uh your style of comedy. So it was like when we put together lineups for shows, we just made sure it was diverse in every possible way and kind of tried to f- figure if like this group of people will mesh together you know what i mean okay yeah
0: interesting yeah
1: but they all focus on diversity uh i had a show called uh, streetcar comedy Mm -hmm. it uh will be coming back uh (laughs) 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 it's a it's a show that i uh run with uh jonathan kohal who is a close friend and comedian um and he and we uh basically make home homemade street food at home, like two hours before the show, we haul it in the pots and pans, and we take into consideration all of the comics, uh, dietary restrictions, which for one show, it was a lot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: dietary restrictions, we cannot consider, I think, the audiences, it would get too, too much. Yeah, um, But we, like, will make... Uh, separate things if people can't eat it and you know buy ingredients just so they i don't know it was a whole production it was a different level
0: listeners can't see but lee is stunned <laughs> lee's jaw is jaws yeah. on the floor right now because yeah. doing something like cooking for the comedians and the audience is so already <laughs> so above and beyond uh lee's gonna turn her mic
3: i feel special for those comics oh. on your show
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you yeah it would be yeah we we've made uh all kinds of food um but it was like another another hopefully pull because there's so many comedy shows right. in the city. It's another like TLC element. Hopefully, choose yeah. ours over like somebody else's. That's you know interesting
0: because I, mean? I guess that was a big theme with the very big, very Asian festival. that I heard especially mm. from Lee. <laughs> 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 Is uh, so like were the, was this type of thing something you've always done with comedy shows? Do you always like try to add like a little personal thing into it?
1: Uh, I would say yes because um, again, I I only create shows that, like, the type of environment that I would want to be in, right? right. And everyone wants to be taken care of, mm-hmm. uh, wants to, like, no matter whether you're doing five minutes, seven minutes, ten minutes, like, be treated the same, you know, you're mm-hmm. you're all doing the same art. Um, so, yeah, I think across all shows, whether it's street comedy with the, the home style of food, um, nice-to-meet-you comedy mm-hmm. that I produced with Will and Jonathan in Brooklyn, uh, which also focuses on diversity as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to, yeah, I try to make everyone feel like they want to come back. You know what I mean? Also, the best word of mouth, a word of mouth is like the best marketing mm. in terms of for comedians as well. Like, oh, this show is great. And then people want to do it, you know? It's yeah, not you're just right. for the audience, yeah.
0: I got to rethink my whole strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to rethink all of it.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like some some shows have really cool, like,
2: uh, no. <laughs> what? she's crying you're crying why are you crying <laughs> oh I might be having my
3: oh my god don't, don't say that <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I might be I might be having my
2: period
3: soon I'm just getting really sensitive and I'm choked up a little bit
0: this is gonna be on the podcast forever
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine surprise <laughs> yeah this is great and Joel no
0: <laughs> yeah that's great like such like Dude, I'm going to have to go home and I'm going to have to think about so much about how I run my comedy (laughs) show.
1: (laughs) With that said, I mean, I respect how every producer, any producer that produces, I respect or hustle, no matter if you have one person in the audience or like 20 or, you know what I mean? Um, And I think some producers apologize if you don't have a big audience, which I understand because... I stress out about yep, having yep. an audience for all of my shows, right?
0: Every week, I go around every comic in the room, <laughs> and I say, I'm sorry. I know there's like five people, but listen, these five people, they seem stoked to be here. So, But
1: I respect that so much. I yeah. respect producers who, not, I'm sure they do stress, but are more cool about it. And then the comics on the lineup are also cool about it. Yes. I'm like, is that possible?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's yeah. like... I try to be, it used to really like eat at me. Mm-hmm. And then what we kind of realized is like, oh, since it's a weekly show, right? Just a bar mm-hmm. show. It's like yeah. every week, this is just like 10 minutes of mm-hmm. cool practice. Mm-hmm. We'll hang out with some people. if there's When there is audience there and it, especially if there's like a big show, it's like fucking amazing. Yeah. But some nights it's like we just have like three people and it's Mm -hmm. a small room and Mm -hmm. they're just like down. So it's just like a good time Mm -hmm. and good stage, you know. So you just got to make the most of it. But uh, let me tell you, when I start cooking for people, (laughs) 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 that room is going to be full. Uh, Well,
1: you guys run a very mean barbecue. So uh,
0: yeah, that is true. That is true. We got to. The problem is, is that there's a difference between having a cool backyard barbecue and being funny. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) One of those will get you booked. The other will just have people be like, they're nice.
1: (laughs) I feel like some people, though, have really cool gimmicks for shows. Mm -hmm. Because now, these days, like, just having a diverse show is not enough. Like, there are lots of shows that are diverse. That's the baseline. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not a great pull and with very big variation it's very specific. Yeah. So there's a, there's already maybe an audience out there that you know is not that's not what they're looking for. So mm-hmm. I've already like, you know. Right. Yeah, it has its own things, but yeah. I'm producing like other comedy shows coming up mm-hmm. um that are going to be different too. There's at a different scale. Mm. Um that will be open to folks Yeah.
0: Very small (laughs) variation.
1: Actually, this is under wraps, so maybe I shouldn't mention two things. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) There is now. No. Um, I am thinking about expanding off a very big variation comedy Mm -hmm. and making another comedy festival Mm -hmm. um, that is more. Inclusive of POC, other POC who who were supportive but Mm. also feel left out at the same time. (laughs) So I would like to provide something. Mm. Um, Obviously, the beginnings are very big variations, so you know people will know that. Um, But yeah, uh, add a slot for
0: uh, comedians with podcasts in there, and (laughs) 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 that's dope. Okay, so we'll get into this now. So, what made you want to produce a festival?
1: Um, a festival, I would say, I would say compared to last year. So last year, you know, I had, like everyone does, you know, you have goals, right? Mm. Um, and one of the things that I wanted to do is meet more Asian and Asian American comedians, Mm -hmm. right? And, um, I feel like that, you know, there are the familiar faces, um, that we know that, you know, do a bunch of spots in the city, but there are a lot more Asian and Asian American comics out there, AAPI comics out there that like are not necessarily on the regular circuit. You know what I mean? And they are, they have the material, they have the, the, uh, brand, you Mm -hmm. know, they work on their shit. Yeah. Um, so festival, I would say I, you know, one of the personal things is I definitely wanted to meet more. Mm -hmm. Um, comedians, uh API comedians, and um why a festival?
0: Yeah, because you're like you have your stomach in knots about audience attending. (laughs) Yeah. You were like, you know what? Being anxious about one show is not quite enough. Right. right? Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to ruin my life. (laughs) Right, I know, clearly.
1: Well I was running uh the show regularly, bi weekly at Broadway Comedy Club, Mm. right? And time wise I was like it's leading up to May, right? Which is the our celebration month, right? Right, right? And I just, I felt like a paired well that I wanted to lead the show up to it, this big celebration. But with this celebration, it was also, uh, I wanted to do a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, what we say that we focus on uh, is comedy, community, and connections, right? Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to do a lot in this festival that I can't necessarily do, like, in one show. Right. Also, festival brings people together from all over. Like as you know, we had people from like the Philippines, Mm -hmm. Canada, California coming in. And sometimes it's also their reason to come to this part of the world. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And I will say with the festival too, people give it the significance that it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um so I just yeah I guess I wanted to bring people together. I wanted to to elevate, um, you know, voices that maybe aren't heard, mm-hmm. that people don't know of. Uh, also, what was very important is that sometimes when people think of Asian, they just think of East Asian, and right. that is not, not true. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's why we have, like, South, South Asian and Southeast Asian specific shows mm-hmm. um, that, you know, are in the city because of, you know, that... Misconception, right? right yeah. And so that was also big for our brand and our festival to knock that down, to expand what Asian is uh, right. beyond um, to like, you know, South Asian, Southeast Asian, yeah, yeah. West Asian, just, all of that, just right? Just be
0: more inclusive. Right. Because right? like a lot of these shows will just be like a certain piece exactly. of it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we kind of just wanted to do that, I wanted to bring people together, I wanted mm. to, I will say, What our festival also offered is that it's very objective, right? So it didn't matter if I knew you or not, Mm -hmm. knew your material or not. It was really dependent on what you submitted. Okay. So if if your if the five minutes or five to ten minutes that you submitted are it wasn't your best and I know that you have better content, Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately if someone submitted better material and better delivery, you know, the whole whatever, then they got into the festival and mm. did, you know what I mean? right, it, because we couldn't consider whether we know you or not as a thing. that's not mm. fair to all the folks we don't know right? right. Um, and so I think being objective was very important for us. I mean, we had five to six rounds of um review, I mm. guess, right, where we like knocked it down, knocked it down okay. not- ma-
0: do you know how many submissions you got total?
1: Uh, we received hundreds. Hundreds? Yeah. Damn. But it's going to be more next year because mm-hmm. everyone in this year wants to be back. Right. Right. And then they're telling folks, so next year is going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's ins-
0: insane. So how many at the end, you have hundreds of submissions. Do you know exactly how many you boil it down to or how many you're looking for?
1: Oh, man. I think I, I think we landed at somewhere like under 70. Oh, under wow. 70. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And with uh, COVID, we had to, like, you know, replace folks and stuff like that mm-hmm. here and there. Um, but it was under 70. It was a mighty 70. Um, but, yeah, it was it was good. That's hey, great. Right.
0: We had Lee. Yeah. You raise your hand for a sec. Uh. No, you're good? Okay. Uh. <laughs> huh? Okay. But, yeah, that's, that's okay. So, mm-hmm. you you decide you want to do a festival. You mm-hmm. decide you want to bring two people together in a mm-hmm. way that your show cannot bring people together. Yeah. And then what is the first step you take toward like making this festival happen?
1: Making this festival happen, securing the dates. Dates. Right? Okay. So I secure the dates. Um
0: And where where was this? Is that is this Broadway okay, Comedy, Broadway Club. Comedy yeah, Club? Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. So we were offering different things. Again, I wanted our a uh, comedy festival to stand out mm. and be regarded as one of the best festivals, not mm. necessarily one of the best Asian festivals. Right. But that was right. very important to me as well. Okay. Um, so we secured the dates.
0: Very big, very best festival. Exactly. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, but we secured the dates and then we are like, Holy shit, uh, we're doing this. Um, (laughs) And then I would say uh, when you're building something from scratch, Mm -hmm. uh, you need people to believe in an idea that doesn't necessarily exist, Mm -hmm. right? So I feel like that was the, not the hardest, but that was one of the things uh, that I was concerned about. That's why I went hard on like the branding, (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know? So
0: like I guess in your in your mind when you're approaching a such a huge task like this, mm-hmm. did you just start with like, okay, I'm gonna get the dates and then did you make like a big checklist or do you have like an insane I had many spreadsheets? Lists. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> had I had many spreadsheets, many lists, <laughs> um, many conversations. I um
0: So walk me through your like organizational approach to
1: this. Oh man. All this. Okay. All right. So <sighs> we secure the dates, we secure the space, we secure like what we want to offer right Mm. so i already know in my mind okay we're gonna we're gonna take care of our comedians we're gonna do photo video so we try to like lock you know the photo videographers and photographers for that down because they're going to be in demand in the summer right right uh we know we are going to also pay our comics Mm -hmm. um which we do with the very big very asian comedy festival like a show regular Mm -hmm. show as well Uh, Whether we make money or not. (laughs) We always make sure. Yeah, Um, And let's see what's next. Uh, Yeah, we make like a huge list of things, right? I would say right now, it it would probably be a vomit draft at first, right? Like with anything. Um, And then we go into creating the forms, right? Mm -hmm. Because we need people to apply. Right. Right. This isn't a, a, we're going to put everyone we know on the show. This Mm -hmm. is a you submit and then are considered for a thing, right? right. Uh, so we create the forms, we create the website, we create, um, we, sp- we spread it as much yeah. as we can. We didn't have money for a PR, you know, firm in mm. our first year or anything like that. So everything we are doing on our own. Right. Uh, spreading that's crazy it. that you
0: would even mention a PR firm. I'm <laughs> like that's not for comedians. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: exactly. That's for
0: a criminal celebrity, so. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> right. So I mean, we did consider it, but it was just uh, outside of. Right. It was like over like five thousand dollars. Oh wow. Yeah, and I was just like, mm, we don't have that. So right, right. yeah, so we were doing everything. Uh, everything is DIY. I think you mm. your first year, and um, so we do that. We do the forms. People start sending things in. During that, we're still building the site and stuff like that. Uh, We have people submit over like a one-month period. I think Mm -hmm. it was uh, the full month of February. Mm -hmm. I will say we left it like a day more open just in case. Like people were late and we Mm -hmm. didn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so we did that. After the submissions closed, we went through, I guess, all of the submissions multiple times. Mm -hmm um so many times yeah (laughs) so i'm sure people's view count like went up a lot because we really you know we were rooting for everybody right right right. yeah so um
0: but that's that's to me that's so much stand-up to watch (sighs) before the festival (laughs) even happens
1: (laughs) it's a lot but i will say that's how i know like every person's name and like people specific jokes and like you know <laughs> right that's why like even if i met for people for the first time it was like hey and like i would hug them like i already know them yeah. because i've watched your stuff so <laughs> much you know <laughs> i was like oh, i know you you don't know me yet um yeah. but yeah so we with the team we went through several rounds of uh five to six rounds of uh, reviews that took i would say that was one of the longest because Everyone also has like jobs, you know, jobs right. and day jobs and other, you know, stuff. So that took a while. I would say like the first round it was based on like, do you do you have the material? Do you have the delivery? You know, that was like first round. And by the by the fifth, sixth round it was, uh, do you have a do you have a brand? Have you found your voice? Are you ready for reps? You know what I mean? So we were very, very, Whoa. very objective. Yeah. Uh and we like believed in that's why we believed in um everyone that was in the festival and uh as you know like we uh invited industry Mm -hmm.
2: uh
1: which uh you know casting directors as well as agents and you know have reached out to folks which is exciting
0: how does how does that happen how do you get in touch with those people
1: okay so that (laughs) happened (laughs) happened later i would say a lot of this is research right it's research um it's research figuring out
0: did you literally Google how to get industry at your comedy show? No, no. <laughs> you have
1: to figure out their contact information and all of that. Okay. So it's a lot of work.
0: So you're like individually like going through like IMDB or something and finding people that you uh, would want there? Like
1: I'm looking for, I'm looking for like agencies, management, uh, you know, casting directors and I'm looking for their individual and yeah, IMDB wow. or you know what I mean? Doing that stuff and then creating like a Google sheet. And then we reached out to like over <laughs> you guys
0: Dude, are- <laughs> I'm such an open micer. I'm like, there are casting directors and you can just email
1: them. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of a lot of uh research and compiling wow. compiling which takes a lot of uh effort. Mm-hmm. But we reached out to like over I would say maybe like over three hundred. Yeah, because we are—we have people coming in from everywhere, right? Right, right? And as you know, like when you're in this field of comedy and you've been doing comedy for X amount of years, you feel like you're making like horizontal movement, but not yeah. like vertical movement, which yeah. is what we all are looking for, right? right? Right. So that is something again that was important for us that we wanted to provide mm-hmm. as a comedy festival: actual, tangible opportunities, right? Um, and that was for that tangibleness i think was uh important yeah just overall um, that's
0: so cool mm-hmm. that's like i mean it's like a good way to put it too <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. when i had uh, mike newen on the podcast yeah. he said that the years like three to like six are like really hard yeah. and i like and he was like it's okay because everyone goes through it but when you said like yeah there's a lot of horizontal movement it's like i, I totally understand what you're mm-hmm. saying and mm-hmm. like the problem is, a lot of people we we all get pretty decent at stand-up, mm-hmm. We get decent at comedy. We all have our own things going on, but it's like, but like, how what's the how does the next thing even mm-hmm. happen? Like, yeah. it's hard to comprehend right. what the next step is. So that's like, yeah. that's so cool that you were like trying to connect people with that.
1: Yeah, I mean. I, that's one of the things that people need are like reps, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people representation, not exactly. like not like <laughs> stage reps. No, okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, some comedians, I would say they're like they just focus on comedy and they haven't focused, but they haven't like uh, thought about acting or stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, acting, writing, all of that. You kind of as a comedian these days, you, you kind of need to be doing right a lot of things. Uh, I noticed you didn't say <laughs> I'm gonna podcast. I'm going to take that personally. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, but, yeah, so industry was something we wanted to provide um, a safety. So we did partner with, like, Sore Over Hate mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they could provide, you know, X amount for our uh, women, Um and non-binary comedians mm-hmm. um, but they only have like limited gear yes. <laughs> so well, we were able to work with them oh yeah
0: showing her taser i <laughs> uh, sorry mace
1: yeah it was like a personal safety kit <laughs> personal safety <laughs> yeah because like i was followed when i was going to do a spot not too long ago and the only thing i could do was uh have someone on the phone and run oh my god like run in a zigzag like that's what i did whoa that's like all i could do I had Holy a wazoo shit. in my book bag, but I wasn't going to, like, pull it out to go, ooh, you know? Yeah. So, safety was very important. That's why we had early discussions with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sponsorships were also very important. A lot of hustle there, too. A lot of outreach.
0: Okay. So, like, yeah. this is a, this is what I'm, I'm really curious yeah. about. So, sponsors. What sponsors did you get, and what what how did you approach them?
1: Okay. So, uh... Prior to sponsors, I would say we also reached out to certain folks um, that would be able to better—not better advise, but give us some advice—of mm. like founders who have founded like nonprofit organizations, other festival founders. Like I had those discussions with them, like in California, um, like uh, PK. Um, he's he's the founder of Collaboration with a K, mm. and uh, I. You know, I spoke with him. I saw his advice and stuff like that. Uh, we'll probably collab later. But, um, you know, I, I didn't want to, even though I was going into this, like, we're going to do it DIY. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like, I would like to hear what people have done and what they would advise. You know? Right, right. I will say a lot of that was like hustle personal hustle because the people that are that are going to care about you and your cause the most especially in your first year are the people that are closest to you right, right. it's not going to be the people you don't know we are right. not going to care mm-hmm. so uh it was listening to that mm-hmm. so in terms of sponsors um we like uh, we had a. Uh, of course we had you know asian owned businesses for like in-kind sponsors and stuff like that mm-hmm. um which we wanted to put in the, what is it called? Swag. (laughs) Like a swag bag that we give, yeah, 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 yeah. with like our t-shirts and stuff like that. that, um, So we wanted those uh, for our folks. um, But some of the few first folks were like Spin. So Spin, they worked with us um, for the after party, Mm -hmm. the networking event after party was important because that's the place to where all the comedians can come and connect. Um, so that was one of the first things that we secured. We knew you wanted a fun space, not mm-hmm. like a nightclub scene. Yeah.
0: So Spin is a ping pong bar. It is a listeners. ping pong bar, yeah. yes.
1: It's really fun. Uh, we'll probably work with them again. Mm-hmm. They were very, very gracious. We w- wanted to provide the comedian's food, you know, first drink tickets. Just like a, the point of them being there is to, like, get to know each other right. and talk, make friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Um stuff like that we also had some industry there as well who like spoke to a few folks um so that was one of the first ones we secured uh mary on our team mary cricliano um she works at a for all promos so they were able to kindly help us with um the t-shirts the festival t-shirts that we had Mm. we like worked on the brand Okay, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Oh, really? It says <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> very big variation comedy. Um, surprise. <laughs> surprise. And it has like a piece. Um, but yeah, that was what we also secured from from her since she works there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were kindly willing to like help us. Um, and then we, like Caitlin was on the team. She actually found it. She's a comedian, tours everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's amazing. She works for Lady Spike Media. Uh, which they did a an amazing article on us, um, mm-hmm. and was very kind and gracious. Uh, again, we did not have money for PR, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> everything helps. Yeah, yeah, right. So we secured. Um, we also had Gray Journal, mm-hmm. who is also a close friend, Anson Wu. Um, he founded Gray Journal a while ago, and. Uh, he kindly wrote an article on, I think, like, 10, 10 comedians mm-hmm. um, on how, like, entrepreneurs can learn from comedians, which is cool. Yeah. Um. So that's how we secured some of our first, um, I guess, pure stuff, so you know? So like,
0: this, like, these, like, sponsorships and, like, mm-hmm. articles and stuff, this is all, like, you're leveraging your, like, local network of people you know.
1: Yeah, so okay. you have to move from right. what you know two bigger and then we got on timeout and then we got on nbc Mm. um but we like hustled for the media that we did get yeah yeah yeah. and then we got the in-kind sponsors we also had a um a not a not a gofundme well not a kickstarter what was it
0: is it a crowds crowd no no not
1: yeah it was a crowdfunding thing but we had a crowdfunding thing Uh, um i
0: know there was a third one
1: Indiegogo,
0: yes.
2: <laughs> we had an Indiegogo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: we tried to get on Kickstarter, but it was taking way too long. And yeah. the customer service wasn't amazing. Mm-hmm. So we went to Indiegogo. So we had the crowdfunding up as well to um, help uh, raise funds to pay for things as, as well.
2: Okay. Um,
1: and then, yeah, we expanded from there and then did outreach to... Mm-hmm. Get the over 15 sponsors that we had. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So,
0: how long, but prior to the festival, how long are you working on getting, doing all these different tasks, like all these different stages? What do you mean? Are you like working on this before the night of the festival, right? First day. Oh, yes. Is it just like, is it like six months? Is it like a month? What is it? I took
1: for this (laughs) festival four months of my life. Okay. So, there was all of my free time. Wow. and not free time had Mm -hmm. a lot of sleepless nights i will say there are many times where i was very questionable i was like why am i doing this you know (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna freak. uh but i would say it took four months Mm -hmm. uh to put this festival together wow it's a
0: lot of preparation but i mean like just hearing you speak about it i'm like okay you at least like know what you're
2: doing (laughs) like
0: (laughs) like, it's it's it seems very cool like what i guess what were some of the like the big things you learned in the process leading up to the festival. Like before the festival even starts, what are the big lessons you're pulling away from trying to organize these things?
1: Um, big lessons that I, okay.
0: Interview question. Name a challenge and oh, the time wow. you overcame it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's see, big lessons from doing this. Um, I would say if you're thinking about doing a festival, definitely breathe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make sure and be certain of your reasons because it's a lot I will say again people on the team having a good team is very important mm-hmm. uh but you have to be understanding that you know those team members might not necessarily be there every step of the way right. or as much as you need so no one is going to be as passionate as you the Mm -hmm. person creating it is
0: but also breathe
1: Uh, but also breathe (laughs) (laughs) exactly um and uh i did learn a lot i learned about uh comedians as well i Mm. will say um i will not not everyone uh sticks to a deadline (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i did i mean you would think like for a festival that, that uh you know, folks would stick to like, oh, if you need, if we need it by this time. Mm-hmm. But I will say we had to like send reminders and stuff like yeah. that. Um,
0: Here's my trick: my comedy show says eight thirty on the flyer, always starts at nine. That's mental warfare because the comedians are always late. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, that that's smart. Yeah, I do the half an hour, but people still. Show up late, like an hour late. Yeah, they do so that. So, but it is what I get it is. people
0: who are apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna be so late. Mm-hmm. I'll be there in 20 minutes. And I'm like, okay, well, we start 10 minutes after that. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're great.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah, I would say the biggest takeaways are like have a concrete team that it's like yeah. dedicated, um, who. Who obviously are very passionate, Mm. but also they have some, not skin in the game, but they have a reason to care. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they're just as obligated as you are. Right. Yeah. Like holding
0: people accountable and giving, trying to motivate. That's great.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. So definitely solid team. Solid team. Need to breathe.
1: Need to breathe. Try to keep organized. Again, Google Sheets. Um, <laughs> lots of them, I would say. We had so many. Yeah. Um, branding have a… Not key brand, but you know what I mean. Very, yeah. very specific brand for your show and just mm-hmm. commit to it. Um, I think there will be folks that will try to be like, Oh, maybe you should do it this way. Maybe you should do it this way. And it's great to listen to people. But at the end of the day, like, listen to your own voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and hustle it's all about hustling when people ask me about like producing um i say honestly it's it sucks but it's just about doing it yeah so the difference between someone and a producer is literally that person has just gone forward to do the thing that Mm -hmm. you might have thought of doing right yeah it's just all about hustle Mm -hmm. and then there's nothing like there, there will be folks who are like oh i can't do this or i don't know this or it's my first time same here like you mm-hmm. figure it out right you know what i mean so like i don't want to say anyone can do it but like <laughs> if you have the time and energy right um yeah
0: just figure it out yourself go for it You're yeah learn also the way.
1: yeah ask folks that might know the mm-hmm. answer if you don't know it
0: that was a big one that you mentioned earlier as well it's like you you said you talked to other people who had organized festivals mm-hmm. and asked for like insight about how to do some things yeah and it's like yeah, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, they understand yeah. your right. your stress and stuff like that. Exactly. At the end of the day, they're like, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I will say one of the key things uh, that I was advised is to try to sell it out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ooh, try to sell In it advance. Out, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, ideally, if you have the time, months in advance is great. Right. Um, but, you know, they did say there's nothing more marketable for your next year than selling out this festival so that was like right. a primary thing for us mm. is to sell out the festival before it began and we did four hours wow. before the four festival Four hours before. well congratulations thank you <laughs> I
0: was going to say if you sell it out a month or two ahead of time then you don't have to worry about it for yeah, two months but yeah. no, you, you had four we hours had f- of a break
1: <laughs> yeah yeah four <laughs> hours of break I was still actually within that break I was still like doing insta social stuff and I was like oh man we need to go we need to go <laughs> it was a lot wow
0: okay so then festival day one yeah everything as you imagine working out perfectly
1: hmm day one trial of the physical stuff yeah um i mean we had the team there um but we had to navigate like where is it where's the entry table gonna go and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um for our friday show we also had a aperture uh a community health uh center Mm -hmm. that uh started with focusing on, you know, uh, AAPI uh, and serving that community with, you know, HIV and stuff like that. But then Mm -hmm. they've expanded to everybody since. But they were also tabling, like, for our Friday show. So originally like on thursday we were tabling in that corner when you walk into broadway like there's that nook yeah but then on friday they were there so we were like okay so i guess we're going to be over here but we can't block you know the other shows that are going on in the you know the other show that's going on in the venue and you know uh, broadway staff and stuff like that so it was a lot to. but then as, as soon as we got into like the rhythm of things it was fine um
0: did, so did for the Did the so once you once you're stressing out about for months for four months? Yeah. Day of the festival, does everything is everything like pretty much okay? Like yeah, all worked out nice and smooth.
1: Yeah, everything worked out nice and smooth.
0: We have a. Oh, you have from a question the gallery.
1: Oh, not yet. I'm well,
0: don't turn You <laughs> grab the microphone like that.
3: <laughs> Keep talking.
0: Oh, oh my
2: god.
1: <laughs> Yeah, um, everything uh, ended up being smooth. Uh, Our team was great. We also had extra hands on Mm -hmm. staff um, that day who, you know, we had volunteers, which was also very important. Um, I I will say some of the volunteers, uh, they are comedians themselves and Mm -hmm. they'll apply next year. But they were, I, I was so... You know, it it warmed my heart that, you know, some of the folks, I would say, maybe applied this year, but mm-hmm. didn't get in, but still wanted to support and volunteer mm-hmm. for this festival, which, you know, just spoke volumes yeah. as to like. That's you, dope. Yeah.
0: I'd volunteer next year. Yeah?
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> write you out. I'm not yeah. going to get a spot. So it's like, you know,
0: it's by the goodness of my heart. Yeah.
1: Well, that's also, that's also the big thing about our festival was that um, we are grateful and thankful and acknowledge yes the asian community Mm. the api community but also uh the supportive allies Mm. like (laughs) no that is true it is so true you know um i think you know we want we do want to reach the larger audience of course we want to serve our community but Mm. at the same time like we want the comedy that happens at the shows are all relatable to everybody, right? right, right? It's in English, right? (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, Yeah, so we that is a huge thing um, that we also want to emphasize is that, you know, we are very thankful to our allies. Yeah, especially in such weird times, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So festival, did you have an after party every day after the festival or just the end to end?
1: no definitely had definitely one not. yeah <laughs> it did i did contemplate it but then uh we just had one on sunday right. and it was a invite only you know for the performers mm-hmm. staff volunteers folks like that um to come to to spin mm-hmm. um it was for them we had a lot of space so we had a lot of food just good times um but yeah just that one day mm-hmm. and uh it was uh it was good Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. After the first first day of the festival, festival ends. How do you feel that night?
1: How many more days to go?
0: <laughs> I don't know how many. Is it three yeah, or four? Yeah, it was uh,
1: <laughs> It was Thursday through, and we had an online benefit show on Sunday. Um, but yeah, it was like three days, but we had seven shows total. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Six in person shows and one online benefit show. Because the online benefit show, we wanted to incorporate these West Coast comics Mm -hmm. that we, or like folks that were out of town, um, to be part of the festival. So that's how we were able to have like Atsuko and, you know, Manolo and a Mm -hmm. bunch of folks, Ron Jassal, like a lot of great comics. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you're like, when Thursday is done, you're not like, oh, I can relax. The rest of the week is going to go smooth. You're just like, We got to keep going. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm
1: still on like adrenaline. I cannot let go. I cannot rest yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So was it just like no sleep until the whole thing was over?
1: No sleep for sure. And even after that, I would say. Yeah. Like I did not rest for a while.
0: Um, (laughs) Why is that?
1: (laughs) Because I knew that I still had things to do, right? It was like thank yous. Uh, the messages like pay video photography like it wasn't checked off yet so my mind couldn't Mm. like rest yet
0: oh my gosh yeah so is it like a full week or two weeks after the show that you're still doing stuff i would say
1: it took a few weeks just because i had been running on like nothing like fumes (laughs) for four months yeah i hadn't like slept properly i was sleeping like just crazy hours and Barely sleeping. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah,
1: that's why I'm like, you need a great team, uh, <laughs> yeah. and divide the labor and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah.
0: So next year, you're gonna like focus more on like trying to break it up and like make it more manageable. <sighs> or are you just gonna spearhead the whole thing
1: yourself? <laughs> no, I mean we we had a great team. I will. I would be open to to folks that want to be. Involved, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the thing that I wasn't gonna announce. Oh wait, I did announce that I was gonna do like another festival, Mm -hmm. probably, which means I have to get started on that because that's gonna take another four freaking months.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next next week on my strange addiction, (laughs) this woman puts together comedy festivals. (laughs) She won't stop. She won't stop. (laughs) But yeah. Wow. So did you did you have any moment of like accomplishment or triumph or were you just like stressing the whole way
1: through? <laughs> um I will say I never felt the feeling of like relief that I was done cuz even mm. after, after at the after party I had to go do the online benefits show afterwards. Right right. So at the after party I was just pulling people together to meet meet people and make sure everyone feels like included and you know stuff like that.
2: Oh my gosh. So I was just like
1: running around the whole whole time there as well wow. um ate some burgers um, well i hope good. you had
0: some type of type of victory celebration <laughs> in this whole process yes. question from the peanut gallery for real this time Yes.
1: okay
3: um this is not a real question yet but uh <laughs> is it a good time for a testimonial yet okay, yeah, or later yeah, say, say what you want to say okay um from uh lee um uh, <laughs> to begin with there's nothing but great things i have to say about this festival every single every drop of my feelings about it just so amazing i felt so taken care of um mm, it just oh so amazing it's like we're stand-up comics like what the fuck this person just put together this thing to make everybody feel so great and especially comedian i feel like a lot of comedians on your festival didn't realize this which just like we just came in enjoy the highlight 10 minutes fun <laughs> get laughs but there's like before and after like and and in front of us and behind us everybody was just amazing and from uh the, the 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 audience i i kept telling people this even though i haven't performed i haven't performed in front of a, a lot of asian audiences yet but you have the best asian audience ever they're so in they're not like they're not like rigid not, not i'm not saying other asian audiences are, it's just like they're so in they're like supportive but like fairly supportive and and like you have such a good team and i feel like because your energy is like it passes along like bit by bit to everybody and every single asian comic i met at your not a at i met at, at the festival just like we're still friends i'm still talking to Harpreet, and we're still like even though just minimum like we're still liking each other stuff we're not strangers like and i saw ricky sim when he went to canada with and also angela was there and like, I'm like i was just like on Instagram, like, oh my god, I'm so happy because, like, I know they met each other through Very Big Very Asian Comedy Festival, and uh, for a long time after the festival, I was talking to another Asian comic who was on the sh- uh, show. We're like, we miss our Asians. We we, we <laughs> 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 and just it's amazing. And also, um, mm, the after party, it just so well thought. Here's the thing. Nobody talks. Nobody talk about how delicious the food was. <laughs> <laughs> there's like little sliders, and there's a whole. You didn't. You you forgot to mention this. I feel like the 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 the, the, the picture, the photo booth. Oh yeah. yeah there's photo a booth. photo booth with very big, very Asian uh, branding on there, and just like with a backdrop, and there's drinks like Asian brand drinks, and like
1: the snacks you gave us. The katsu fish snack, yeah. Tokyo snack shop. They're amazing. Oh, yeah. There's a this one lady Fiona. I think she she wrapped all of them individually with all these like mini. I don't know if you saw it, but it's like uh, all of all the stuff that was in there. She like individually like had to put it's them in. It's very organized. She created like a coupon code for
3: us. Like wow, it's W B W A on in capital fifty. <laughs> <laughs> <Remember> it? <said? laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, it's on my desk. I kept it as like.
0: A souvenir. <laughs> yeah. yeah. you can tell how much how good this festival was because Lee gets choked up talking <laughs> about how nice it was.
1: It was about the snacks though. No. It was about the <laughs> snacks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people really love like the katsu one. Um I think my, my partner tried to put in the, the air fryer and he was like, Oh no, it's meant to be eaten as is.
2: <laughs>
1: so but yeah, I um thank you for that. Um no, thank you for no.
3: everything everything, yeah.
1: No, I, I'm that's we just I'm glad um, that you had a great experience because that's what was important. Christine did. <laughs> I know. Take a compliment. We 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 every single
3: second. I just feel like it's such a shame that not. I feel like everybody should appreciate the whole thing and you as much as I do. <laughs> just like,
1: yeah, I will say oh, thank you for spin. What are you showing? Okay, yeah. So I I would say yeah. I, from the comedians that were on the lineup, mm-hmm. they did, you know, talk about specific things. So they loved, they thought the energy was very different in the room, right? It was like, not younger, fresher, but like, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was like a fun vibe. Like right, people right. were ready, you know? It was not like a stagnant crowd. Um, and so comedians, it, it's, it was very interesting that they, like individually were telling me that, right? Because yeah. that's something they noticed. And mm-hmm. that's one thing, like they as they were walking out they would all be like great audience great audience like so good wow and then i also had like other comedians who were like invited to like other festivals but they decided to do ours mm-hmm. um and then they were like oh it was it was it was the best decision Hell like yeah. i would not That's change amazing. it and i was like yes <laughs> you
2: know <laughs> i was like yes
1: um because yeah that that was also very important um i just didn't want this to feel like a first year festival i wanted to, right. to feel like like well managed like mm, super experienced you know for there, we paid a lot of attention to detail in like mm-hmm. the very small things um and i think i'm glad like people saw that yeah you know
0: it it, it really came across just even from the first night Oh, I remember what I was doing. I was in Michigan this weekend. But Lee Lee messaged me like the f- after the first night. She's like, it's so much fun. <laughs> We're hanging out with all those people. They're so nice. I have a gift bag, like all this stuff. Yeah. And like just the hearing the little details is like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like that really like sells it, especially like you're talking about word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Like when I got home and she showed me all the fun snacks that yeah. you gave her, I was Damn like, it. this is dope. <laughs> 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 I want to get paid in snacks for the yeah. show.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, and, she paid us and and in real my, money, in too. real money, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> but
1: yeah. yeah, one thing also, I don't think I've said, but, um, yes, you know, part of the show was we wanted to increase the diversity in, like, mm. more ways than you thought. But it was also, um, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. <laughs>
0: I really like the uh, lychee rice beer.
1: Okay. It yeah, was yeah, yeah. It's very good.
0: I wasn't expecting it to taste like that, but <laughs> yeah, a yeah, <yeah>. good choice. <laughs>
1: the moshi was really good. What? Maku. Maku is really good. Oh, my partner loved Maku. He put a little uh, lime in it. Did you eat the Maku one? I don't uh, remember. Which the one was names. that? Yeah. What does
3: the package look like?
1: Oh, yeah, oh, the yeah. The lychee rice, rice was the Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, that, that yeah. was the maku. If you put uh, lime in it, it's also really good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, going um, go
0: hunt some of that down. Yeah. It was, it was delicious. Yeah,
1: we had uh, so many drinks. I felt bad uh, <laughs> for the comedians that had to haul that back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sorry, you're, all of your like shoulders are going to hurt.
0: No, like, honestly, a gift bag is like, it's so above and beyond, I feel like. Mm. I, I've done, my first show was on a festival. This is like way back in Colorado. And they gave me like a pen and a beanie. Yeah. And that beanie has been on my wall for like three <laughs> years now. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, they gave yeah. me the gift bag. I was on the thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why we did the t-shirts. We mm. had the uh, the ID cards that mm. we made. Um, it said yeah, artist toast. on the. It's amazing.
3: Yeah. I felt so special. Everybody <laughs> felt really special.
1: It's all, it's all the small details. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's great. So like how did... It, would. <laughs> What was the most fun part of planning the festival for you? Is it like the details or is it getting to know people or was none of it fun? Like,
1: What was fun? Because it feels like
0: based on what you told me about your previous show where you're like cooking beforehand. It seems like you have a thing for gimmicks in a way.
1: I think I for know. putting more stress on myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I have a problem.
0: And I don't mean gimmicks in like a bad way, but like yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. like you like to add a little bit of flair to stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's important because mm-hmm. there are so many comedy shows going yeah. on simultaneously. Your mm-hmm. yours needs to stand out in some way. Yeah. Um, what was your question?
0: What was the most fun part?
1: Oh, what was the most fun part, of, of course. Planning.
0: Of planning, not of festival. Uh,
1: of planning. Um, that's so corny. I guess building something that people really loved.
0: Yeah, it sucks. That is corny. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> sorry. All so out sorry.
1: Uh having everything not having everything go to according to plan, but I guess people's feedback after right, from right. comedians specifically. Yeah. Uh you know, some who were I don't know. It was I think this festival what touched me most is that it meant so much to the comedians that were on the lineup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's I don't know whether if it was like, I mean, they do spots all over the city, right? So it's not just a spot, but I think they f- felt seen in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them new to the, to becoming like a Asian regular on the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say is that, uh, not that some of the comedians were underdogs, but for us, like clout wasn't a consideration mm-hmm. in our festival. Very
2: cool. Yes,
1: which <laughs> I understand, you know, some that's important and, you know, has its importance, mm-hmm. obviously, because it can, you know, bring in an audience and stuff like that. But, which made our, our job a little harder sometimes. Right, right. Um, but that was very important to us. Like clout, if what you submitted but was not great, but you had a lot of clout, like that mm-hmm. wasn't going to sway the decision. Right. You know what I mean?
0: That's really cool of you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> also made my life really hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um
0: you have to you actually you actually have to watch tapes instead of just going by how many followers yeah, they have. It's like, oh I
1: know that's not. no. Yeah, yeah, that didn't happen. That's why it took so so long. Yeah. yeah we actually had to push the deadline of knowing of people letting people know like who got in mm-hmm. just because we had to go through it so much.
0: And curated all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: But I think it was a. Uh, comedians appreciated it mm-hmm. and they were like they didn't even know some of the these comics that exist yeah. like next to them
0: no it's like awesome and like i mean lee has been <laughs> nonstop telling me about this festival lee is
3: awesome. yeah. <laughs> i got oh i haven't told you this i got recognized uh by people on the street from like they were at a festival mm-hmm. and they remembered me and yes. they followed me on instagram then they're like oh
1: you were on that festival i was like
3: Thank you again. No,
1: that's <laughs>
2: amazing. Times. Yeah.
1: So everyone's a celebrity now. Yep, yes. A celebrity. Yes. No. Lee was awesome. Uh, y- you missed her roast.
0: Yeah, I missed her roast battle. But <laughs> it was I, so good. I wrote all the roasts. Just oh. No, no, no. I did. <laughs> no, I just you did. It. I, just oh, that. I just just What are do
3: you doing? I wrote all of
0: <laughs> them. No, yeah, we really like, brainstormed together. But I, I read them. They're all very good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was. Awesome. Ricky Sim
3: help me more. Oh yeah. Shout out to Ricky Sim. We
1: oh, help yeah. each other. Rick- Ricky and Divya. It was really good people were like oh like yeah. from the first joke
0: give you a crusher yeah was, like, awesome She's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: but i like what you backing up a little bit i really like what you said about like building something that people appreciate and mm-hmm. that people like feel seen and like mm-hmm. grateful for mm-hmm. that's so
2: cool
1: also i think it's yeah checking off the things and then everything working out you know yeah, what i mean yeah. <laughs> uh, you know other than like having to plug in You know, folks due to COVID, family stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, here and there, (laughs) Um, especially after we like printed the program and stuff like that was still happening. Mm -hmm. So, other than that, like everything still went according to plan. Yeah, which is amazing. Yes, it's incredible. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs)
0: that was amazing. So, for the next year, what are lessons learned that you want to you want to fix for next time? You have things you want to improve on.
1: Uh, I think because we set such a standard this year, the expectation for next year is a lot bigger, which is kind of scary, right? Yeah. It's just more stress, yeah, right? Um, because we didn't tell people that they were gonna get like video, photo, pay, or any, you know what mm. I mean? We didn't. They were all perks, you know, right, that right. we just
2: <laughs> came to you after, right?
1: <laughs> like you were coming for for whatever it was, right? right? Um, but next year. I mean in terms of just in general expanding, very big, very Asian, you know, we, we have thought about like taking it to different cities, mm-hmm. um, just like you know, maybe like a pop-up show or whatever. Right. Um, we have for next year. What are we gonna do differently? I don't know, just just bigger. And I think we want to just reach out to just more folks. Mm-hmm. We'll have more time. Yeah. and it won't be our first go
0: so you you already have the checklist
1: exactly (laughs) i basically have the checklist i i have an idea of how everything would run like where we need to be obviously start as early as possible right
0: do you have like a do you have an idea of how many months ahead of time you want to start this time
1: i want to start like late this year (laughs) i want to i don't want to feel uh i don't want to feel uh stressed to to that level again it's
0: a mid-may festival so you started this year in like january or february plan for it. you said four months Mm -hmm. okay so you want to start probably like october november
1: start earlier um in terms of pr again i think pr is important yeah uh people some people say it's not but i think it is important because then you're able to get into like cool you know cool magazines online stuff you know have more outreach because there is a professional who in, you know, doing that for you, right? That, so you don't have to s- spend the time and energy to do that because that's right. just another thing your team has to take on if you don't have that. Right. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe think and, about that. And
0: what about you, like, personally? Do you have a plan for better time management or self-care during this, <laughs> this process or are you just going <laughs> to hit it just as hard?
1: I think I will have to just hit it as hard because I think no matter how organized I can be i am a workaholic
2: okay and i
1: also i'm like a night owl on top of that mm. so i'm just up in the am as the morning <laughs> stressing about things like this right <laughs> all the time so i don't think that's going to change it'd be nice if it did um but obviously uh i don't know just bigger just bigger more um have it not have this festival again not I don't want to say not be comparable to any other festival, but like you know, have it be again like the most awesome festival yeah. that it can be. Provide more opportunities, uh, more partnerships. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, our festival is you know wants to. Someone, one of the comedians told me that it was very clear that our festival was uh, comedy focused. So right. by a comedian, because a stand-up comedian was doing the festival. Okay, yeah, it's something that they said that they felt personally and so in being part of other festivals they felt that specificness with this one
0: how how, did they give any details on how that manifested or like how they were able to feel that vibe
1: um i think it was just you know they i don't know how they felt it i think it was it was just mainly Mm -hmm. maybe it was like thinking about the opportunities and making them feel taken care of and all of these things because they said, you know, comparable festivals right. just felt like, you know, like a show. Yeah. Um, but ours, like it was more than that.
2: Right. Yeah. So you it's just like to expand. E- you gave like
0: that. an experience. Yeah. Like, like an experience. Yeah. People
1: made friends for some folks. It was their first festival. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, they were super excited and they said it opened their door to like other festivals, getting into other festivals and stuff like that. So, so it's like cool. doing the things that we wanted it to do. Yeah. But maybe next year, yeah, just have more industry in the audience so that more opportunities are provided. Um, but yeah, I were thinking about how to grow it in yeah. different ways. So we'll see.
0: At another day? had another day <laughs> week, two yeah. weekends in a row back to back
1: the mostly. roast the roast was a hard sell I would say at first because mm-hmm. it was like a, you know Asian versus Asian you know it was like a, but then people ended up loving it so yeah. we might do it maybe more than one show
0: roast battles are the best yeah, as long so as you fun. don't lose like
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but people love the honey roast portion of it which is like the compliment okay yeah battle with a punch yeah
0: that that was the one that me and lee were talking about we we're like how do you do this yeah.
1: <laughs> i'm i think i made one of my
3: best friends from the roast battle heart yeah, And harper yeah. sent me she's awesome yeah she's awesome yeah and uh and uh yeah it felt like you put stand-up Oh, now I'm just making comments instead of asking questions. You're okay. Okay, it just felt like you put comedians, stand-up comedians, felt like oh, the spotlight is on us, It's mm-hmm. exactly. just amazing. Mm-hmm. You just you're the you, and the <laughs> and James. I was gonna say and the James. <laughs> you and James are the best. Yeah, and uh, you have they have the best comedy photographers in the city. It's like the those the most wanted comedy photographers, they're they're all working at the festivals and just I'm gonna stop talking. Okay (laughs) It's awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Great feedback. Like
0: I it to me when I heard that you put this like together as like an individual and not like, oh we we have a club and we have like an established team that just does a festival all the time. Mm -hmm. Like that you really spearheaded this, I was so impressed because the organizational skill to make this <laughs> that happen is crazy to me especially knowing how comedians are oh like, yeah like you like you mentioned, like missing deadlines or having things come up or being late and all this. So
1: I was like, not next year.
0: Not next year. (laughs) I
1: was like, you better stick to the deadline. Yeah, right. You
0: tell everyone from this year, be like, just a
1: heads up. Mm -hmm. If
0: you were late this year, you Mm -hmm. don't get a spot next year.
1: (laughs) I guess it is going to get tricky next year because some folks, well, folks from this festival are going to apply next year. But then there's going to be a lot of new people applying as well. Yeah. So it's going to be tricky. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I would feel
0: bad. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah it would be dependent on that group so mm. okay yeah, it'd be out of that that group how they do
0: easy just one weekend yeah. for the old people one weekend <laughs> oh <for the new. laughs> yeah 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 yeah. No, that's great uh something else i wanted to ask so for people who are just not even producing a festival but pr- producing a show what would you want to tell them or like what what tips would you give them from your experience producing a festival like how how do you make something like great and feel like a personal experience
1: Mm, i will say again because there are so many shows i'm not saying you need a gimmick but you need Mm -hmm. an angle or you need to make you need to have a show that is different than any Mm -hmm. other show because why is an audience going to choose yours over another show right there's something that you have to offer and i think people try to because for every show you have you need to have not you need to but you have to try your best to have an audience right, right? right yeah. just you know for the comics that are coming out to do it and mm-hmm. sometimes for pay sometimes for not depending on the show you know mm-hmm. what i mean sometimes tips only so that's just a thank you to them um if you're i would think about while you're you're thinking about putting together a show how you're going to get that audience right Mm -hmm. that should be at the forefront of your mind not later not secure a date and we'll figure it out Mm -hmm. like have that while you're securing the date um be strategic i guess in the time slots that you choose or what is open to you Mm -hmm. uh think about what you're going to offer so for our festival uh one of the things the main things not the main things but some of the cool things were um through this festival the booker at uh broadway comedy club is reviewing all the submissions not submissions, reviewing all of the uh festival performances. Mm-hmm. Um and then we're gonna announce it, but some folks are will have gotten residencies
0: oh, from nice. this,
1: which saves you a bringer show, you know, it's freaking expensive. You yeah. lose friends and money, <laughs> right? And you can't do uh, you them too real. often. <laughs> yes, yeah, too real. Yeah, it saves you bringer shows and, um, you know, sometimes two auditions or yeah. whatever. Um, I think. That's a goal for people to be passed at whatever clubs. Yeah. Um, Just so they have regular spots, which are spots that you don't necessarily have to produce. So mm. they're like gravy,
2: yeah. uh,
1: which is why people want it. So we're going to announce, you know, who are getting those residencies at some point soon in a few days.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, obviously, connecting people is important and uh, safety and all of those things.
0: This is... It, it is obvious how comedian focused
1: is. <laughs>
0: just because you're like opportunities. we want yeah. gift bags. we want like photos, videos we want the you yeah. want the benefits to keep coming to the comedians. Yeah. during this whole time you have been like we want audiences to feel comfortable. you just it's like because at the end mm-hmm. of the day you just want the comedians to have a good show and mm-hmm. the audiences will have a great time too right yeah it like it's get the mm-hmm. audiences in there first, but then mm-hmm. worry about the comedians and mm-hmm. then the audience will have a great time
1: right yeah. And I think, you know, a lot a lot of folks, it's hard for them to like get a good tape. Yeah. So that's why also like having a sold out audience, getting that good tape, yeah. then that can elevate them to like being able to promote themselves and submitting to other festivals and stuff like that. You know, not everyone produces shows, so they have to rely on other indie shows or bringer shows or even Mike sometimes mm-hmm. to get a solid tape, yeah. you know?
0: It yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Tapes are hard. I'm working on
1: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the problem is I bomb all the time. All right. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> do really well, but uh, the problem is that I riff and I'm like, there's no jokes in this tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's just me having fun up there. <laughs> so, you want to do another festival that's not a very big variation. Very you want to do another one.
1: Yes. Uh... Is,
0: so you mentioned like, it's like different in the inclusivity. Do you mm-hmm. think you're just going to do the whole shebang again? Just the whole rinse, repeat? and Just, like, different, like...
1: It's going to be different because with okay. each show or festival you produce, it's a different demographic right? Right, uh, brand and everything that you need to put out into the universe. Mm-hmm. I was going to say soul, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, a different focus. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something that I do want to do. I mean, I did want to... I do want to serve the larger, you know, community, Mm -hmm. um, who also need, you know, who are also feeling lateral, who have, who have the material delivery. They just need an opportunity, um, and someone to see them, you know, to just get a little somewhere. Right.
0: Uh are you just going to become a festival producer? No, God. <laughs>
2: is
0: that just going to be your life? We got a no question God. from Lee. Not
3: a question. She's just... Christy is just obsessed with, like, giving people. <laughs> She's just such a giver. I feel like that's why the festival was so successful everybody could felt that piece you have you noticed how many times she mentioned the word serve in this (laughs) did i yeah i was like (laughs) because a lot of people so many people come to comedy well just in the world in general just like come here take 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 consume 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 it's so precious and valuable when somebody's like i want to create something Mm -hmm. not just for myself for everybody you're awesome. I said this many times. You're awesome. <laughs> just for that, like, every fifteen so minutes, we have uh, a
0: compliment break. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I, I thank you. Man. Yeah, I just cannot say enough. Thank you.
0: No, it's it's important. I mean, uh, early on when Lee and I did this podcast together, we talked about our open mic in our backyard and just like, like one of the big things we were uh, all, always talking about is just like giving back to the community mm-hmm. first because if you're just a comedian with jokes. Mm-hmm. You are asking everyone to give something they have to you, which is stage time or right. exposure or whatever. But once you start giving to others, then you have resources that you can distribute. And it doesn't just help you, it also helps everyone who gets to be a part of whatever you make.
1: Exactly. This is actually exactly what I talk about with uh, certain comedians who do want to uh, put on their own show. And you know, they ask about like, like what am I doing wrong? Am mm. I like, do you need to cater to like a specific demographic or like how am I? people are asking me like how to get on other shows yeah. basically, That's right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, look, there's many ways to do it. You can try like social media, mm. you could try whatever. You could yeah. try a show and see what happens, try different gimmicks, whatever. But I said I always say like the first thing you need to do is provide value first. Right. Which is exactly what you're talking about, and which the, is yeah. what I say to people all the time.
0: And like that value is beyond just mm-hmm. your own comedic capabilities mm-hmm. a lot of times. It's yeah. like the other things that you provide for people. Right. Which is like when new comedians ask me like also, like, how do I get on shows? And I'm like,
1: how do I get paid? They ask. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't. No one has <laughs> asked me that because they know I don't get paid. All yeah. Right. Oh, in my man. almost in my almost four years of comedy, uh I have just now breached the three hundred dollar mark nice. from made made from comedy from people paying me, not like show money, but like people have paid me. That's and my
2: amazing. producer
0: Connor was one third of that.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: but yeah, it's like it's one of those things where it's like you. All that, like, people ask, like, how do I get on shows? Like, what do you do to get on shows? At this point, my answer is just start a show because one, you're going to get better by having a show. You can be, you can take risks, you can fail, and you can book yourself next week. And two, you give other people stage time, you meet them. Boom. Mm-hmm. You make friends. I don't know. The, the real secret is have friends and be funny. <laughs> yeah. No.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Have, find your community. Right. Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah. The secret to having friends is just be a part of a community and give back to or the community.
3: Or build your own community. Right. Yeah.
0: Build something. Yeah. Like they said in that one baseball movie. Build it and they will come.
1: Who will come? No I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Who will
0: <laughs> come? Uh, no one to my show, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: but yeah, you you touch upon something very important. Yeah, provide value first, and then um, yeah, go from go from there. I mean, I will say I do respect comedians who are able to not produce shows and just like go to a bunch of mics because sometimes there are show producers at mics, right? Mm. So that's like another way uh, to get seen. Yeah, um, is to do those, but. Again, at the end of the day, it's all about the hustle. Uh, you can't just expect spots. You're just expecting things from other people. And people are either trying to book uh, comedians that they think will draw an audience right. or comedians who are their friends who are doing well that they want to give like a spot to. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're not in one of those two categories, unfortunately… Yeah. You know?
0: It's just reality. It's like yeah. <laughs> when I first started comedy, I'm like, surely a spot will just appear. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everyone just gets pretty good and then yeah. they just get spots, right? Yeah. Like, no, no, no.
1: And I will say another focus which I think is important is I don't know about you, but I, I hate the word networking. I oh, I, freaking... I always
0: joke about it. Yeah. I, always, I, always <laughs> <laughs> I tell people even when we're hanging out, like we're just networking. Oh <laughs> really? <laughs> you no. Know? I mean it's yeah. Anyway, yeah. keep going.
1: No, um is uh I I hate the word networking. Mm-hmm. I understand it. But for me, I think what has been uh, very important to me, especially this year and like last year, is making genuine friendships, right? right? So ask yourself, like, how many people, for example, writing opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. For TV or whatever. Uh, if you ask them how they got their first job, it's through a friend. Right. Who is this mysterious friend, right? And where are they hiding, right? Yeah. yeah. but um, so... Same, same idea right you know like ha, who is going to say your name in a room that's important right. w- with an opportunity mm-hmm. um if you can't think of anybody think about developing those friendships yeah Genu- again exactly. find your community but yeah. be genuine about it you know you people can feel if you want something from them absolutely yeah
0: it's it's like really obvious <laughs> <laughs> right 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 and Uh, shout out to the comedians who pop into my show (laughs) shake my hand, ask me if I run the show and say I'd love to be on it and then leave Uh,
1: (laughs) I will say I have booked comedians who have come to uh, other indie shows Mm -hmm. uh, that I produce and they didn't ask for anything they came to support other comics and the show and I take note of that you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely, I do too, it's like for me there are people who literally come in ask who the producer is, say hi say I'd love to be on it and then just walk out and I'm like okay, I don't know your name and I, it, it, unless you come and hang a couple of times, like we have no relationship. Exactly. There's no reason for me right. to book you.
1: Yeah. And even when people, I mean, I'm sure you get this a lot because you're a producer, but I receive a lot of uh, messages in terms of getting a spot from people I don't know. Yeah. And sometimes they don't even, they just tell me they're in town. They don't provide anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, am I, am I supposed to know you? Like, I yeah. don't know you at all. Yep. Like, don't ask me if you should send a video if I don't know you at all. Then probably send something and maybe it, we can look at it. Absolutely. You know what I mean?
0: I, it, it's frustrating. I will say, uh, any com- Colorado comedians, I got you, okay? You hit me up, I'll probably give you a spot. Uh, yeah. this, nepotism. It is nepotism. I don't care, but uh, I, at this point, I have gambled on some people who have sent us tapes, and I've been like, Oh yeah, they've got some big credits, it will be funny and it is a disaster. So now I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna stick to just like people that we know in the scene Mm -hmm. that I think are funny or are Mm -hmm. friends, give give people stage time because like I don't know. Part of me also, I want to, I almost tweeted this one time is uh, booking comedians from LA on my trash bar show as punishment for coming to New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you want to come here? Show you a
3: good time. Yeah. Yeah. There's also like C or D list celebrities, celebrities on like you guys (laughs) booked. And they just like, it's just like, it's just like bad. Terrible. Yeah. Bad.
0: But yeah. uh, Save it for after, after the pod.
2: <laughs>
1: but people yeah. tried to message to, to like get on the fest too, which I thought was strange because yeah. there is a whole, there is you a know, whole there's a whole submission, yeah. right? And I know like some of those folks were just late and they didn't know, but mm would you do that to any other festival like would you never exactly (laughs) jfl you know uh big pine whatever like would you message them
0: i literally don't even ask for spots unless the person says to me yeah i just give a spot to whoever asks and then i go okay can i ask for a spot
1: (laughs) i will say for indie shows though so there's a lot of i would say uh male comics Mm -hmm. who are go-getters and do message for spots and mm-hmm. send their materials and stuff like that. So I guess for the women and non-binary folk, maybe like hit that, you know, I do I that because there I isn't would, enough of that too.
0: I would second that and say that like, I, the thing is like we're booked way out for male comics yeah. cause we're just fucking dudes. We have mm-hmm. dude friends. Like mm-hmm. we have a lot of female friends as right. well but it's not good to repeat people super often mm-hmm. so it's like we're always looking for like new female comics and mm-hmm. I'm sure most especially male show producers mm-hmm. are in that same spot where mm-hmm. the odds are better yeah you know
1: yeah exactly the odds are better and but then I will say like don't submit with like the same video and like if we ask for an updated video like send an updated video it could be from a mic or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but like don't say you don't have you know what I mean? Yeah. You can go to a mic and get one for five minutes. Like yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go yeah. out
0: right now and go bomb at the grizzly pen. <laughs> like, get a tape. Yes, it <laughs> get a tape. Send it in, please. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like show me that you're you're hustling too right. and you're doing the work. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Send <laughs> should be an updated video. Take an insane five minute shot in your bathroom <laughs> with your phone propped <laughs> <Exactly>. up. <laughs>
1: sure, why not? You know, we'll we'll look at it. We'll consider it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you're not making it to the final round, but we'll watch. Hope-
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Christine. We're actually a little bit over time, but uh, yes. I'm, oh yeah! <laughs> no,
1: no, no, I was, uh, I was worried.
0: You were worried. No, yeah. this is great. This is all yeah. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you the final question mm. of the show. What do you love about stand-up comedy?
1: What do I love about stand-up comedy? Um, I love, I, I think uh, I love the vulnerability of it mm. and the ability to. Oh, this is so corny. the ability to to that humor has such a big significance and place in our society Mm -hmm. to be able to talk about dark things um and have that be a laugh and have people relate and you know work through their own things it's like one of the most ultimate ways to connect with a person right Mm -hmm. um i think that's what i love about doing it but also watching it like I love just watching mm-hmm. people even mics I know people bitch about mics all the time <laughs> but like I love going to mics and see like what people are working through and like mm. thoughts and stuff like that I so. like
0: mics I like chaos oh
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you like the long wait times yeah <laughs> for the lottery <laughs> for the lottery to get to respond yeah
0: no that's great though I think a lot of people are like they're like what do you love about stand-up comedy they're like I like performing I like make people laugh I haven't gotten vulnerability as an answer though so that's dope yeah <laughs> yeah
1: That makes me a weirdo no no yeah
0: right i should ask what do you like about producing festivals vulnerability (laughs) No, no,
1: definitely not no
0: all right christine well that's it for this show where can the people find you
1: uh you can find me on uh instagram at living with chris c-h-r-i-s-s you can find very big very asian comedy at uh instagram very big very asian comedy uh we'll have our show as well as our festival stuff there we also have a website called very big variation comedy very repetitive nice. here <laughs> but yeah um you can look for things there um but yeah if you have a question or comment or whatever you mm. have just let me know i think in one of the interviews that i had i said if there's no one to believe in you like i will and reach out to me so oh <laughs> so why are you gonna
0: do that to me right now oh God. <laughs> oh my God. so yeah.
1: I'll keep
0: to that. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you like the way this video looks and you're in New York City, you want a video podcast (laughs) or a podcast, you got to go to my friend's basement studio on Instagram. Uh, Hit us up. We'll give you our rates. We're working on our website right now. But yeah, just DM me. DM the show. We'll get you in here. We'll get you recording some dope content. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, Christine, thank you so much for coming on. You were amazing.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This
0: was very enlightening. Uh, Give it up for guys. And that's it for this week's episode. And I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.